Coming up on Unpacked. You're a perfectionist, basically. You you are striving for a certain physical perfection. Yeah, for me, not for, for yourself, people. not for people. Yes. No, that's I what I was going to ask. I live for me. Why why is it important for you to be memorable? If you don't come back with a diamond ring, don't come back at all. Don't talk to me about prostitution that way, because to me, marriage is prostitution. Today's guest lives a very large, loud, and proud life. And yes, her story is very interesting, and you'll see exactly what I mean. Let's unpack. Any Cleary, popularly known as Barge Brazil, has come a long way since her days of stripping in Hillbrow and Randburg in the early 2000s. Originally born in Daleside, Mayerton, on a farm, Barge escaped from poverty and a broken home. Now she lives a fabulous life in the suburbs of Johannesburg as a mother, wife and businesswoman. She is unapologetically herself and isn't afraid to tell it like it is. And her journey is not all it seems from the outside. This is her story. Let's unpack. I'm going to refer to you as Annie and say welcome to the show, Annie, because that's actually your birth name. It is indeed. It is Annie. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. But you actually are known as Baji Brazil. Where does that come from? Baji Brazil, the pink beast. Well, I was known as Bobby Brazil when mm. I used to be a stripper since everybody likes talking about that past. Yes. But being stripping is... Okay. but It's a small part of your past. It's a small part. It's just, I'm arrogant about it, actually. I like that. But now I'm older. I'm a mother and I'm a businesswoman. I'm yes. like, can we just leave that alone? <laughs> this is focus moving mm. along. But um, I was known as Bobby Brazil the stripper, but now I've changed from Bobby Brazil to Baji Brazil because mm. I can't compete with little girls calling themselves Bobby. What is Bobby for those that don't know? Because obviously... A doll. We, a doll. Skinny. Yes. Plastic. Yes. Yeah, I'm plastic as hell. Tell me what you mean by I'm <laughs> plastic as hell. Where's... Fake boobs, fake ass, fake nose, fake yes. lips and everything else. Yes. Fake stomach, fake everything else. That's that's just, you know, being a bobby doll, just, you know, <laughs> giggling and then being known be, to be stupid. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I Would... like the stupid part because I'm not. So I use that so I can just, you know, pull the rug underneath From, people's yeah. feet. Yeah. Like, ha, gotcha. Why the love of plastic? I know, I mean... I can see how it would make sense for your stripper life, but was there something within you that made you love plastic? I just love perfection. Mm. And uh, I've got OCD, by the way. Yes. So nothing is ever good enough for me. Yes. So everything, I just have to keep pushing the boundaries. I just yes. keep going and going and going. Plus your age. Yes. You yes. know, the ass drops, the boob drops. Yes. <laughs> so you can be like, no, 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 no. My boobs look like a Chinese sleeper. So now wow. we're going to like, lift that. Yes. You know, those bazookas. Yes. And so, then the butt has to be nicely intact there. Yes. And the boobs and stuff and the nose has to be kind of like fine, even though they didn't do my nose very fine. I have to do my nose again. Mm. So the lips have got to be poofy. They have to be poofy. Mm-mm. You know, mm. look abnormal and stuff. You can't match everybody. You can't look like an auntie next door. Like, really? <laughs> I, I, I hear you, I hear you. So maybe share, share with me then. You said, you know, 
You can't like, be random. You, you, you're a perfectionist, basically. You, you are striving for a certain physical perfection. Yeah, for me, not for, for yourself. Not for people. Yes. No, That's I what don't I was live gonna for people. Ask. I live for me. Yes. Everybody else must just, you know, put their asses mm. on ice. Mm. I got this. Do you think those that uh, maybe don't look a certain way are not perfect? I don't care about them. I care about me. Okay. Who are they? Who are they? Yes, yes. <laughs> Who are they? How many plastic surgeries have you done? I've had two boob jobs. I've got a third one pending. That to, to enlarge? Yeah, bigger. Yes. Yes. And I've had a tummy tuck. Mm-hmm. I've had liposuction. I've had the fat injected in my butt. And then when you lose weight, and the fat goes. Yes. So it's just a waste of time and money. Where did the fat come from that got injected into they your butt? They took it from my back. Yes. And stuff. And I wanted more to be taken out from my stomach and stuff. Like, but there's no fat there. Yes. It's all the slimming tea that I take that I sell. Yes. In my business. You just melt like crazy. Yes. So it's, there's no more fat and stuff. And then they won't inject me though. Yes. But I, I did have um, the my butt injected from the fat they took from my back yes. and stuff. I had, had a tummy tuck. And um, I had a nose job. I always get my lips pumped up. <laughs> to look more scary, so mm. I want to be the auntie next door lookalike. Mm. Mm. Yes. Describe for me what the younger version of yourself looked like compared to what we see today. I was just a random skinny girl mm. with perfect little virgin tatas, the tits. Yes. They were perfect. They were they. Mm. Not the saggy ones, not the funny looking ones that look like a top. Mm. Mm. But they were perfect, but they were not big enough. They were just, they were just there, mm. you know, just being random. Yes. You know, like the person that would just go missing and nobody would like say, oh, we saw that person walking past. Mm. Right now, who would kidnap me? Like, really? <laughs> Good you luck. mean like somebody who, who is forgettable? <laughs> exactly. Just a random human being, you know? Why, why is it important for you to be memorable? Because I'm a legend. Mm-hmm. What makes you a legend? Because I was born a legend. Mm. I'm not like anybody else. Mm. I don't speak like everybody else. I don't walk like them. I don't do what they do. I just do me. Mm. I don't live for people. Mm. My motto in life is screw the people. I am the people. Mm. That's just me. Mm. So really, come on. I'm unforgettable. Mm. So Mm. everybody has just to keep up. (laughs) Ship in or ship out. Mm. That's just me. If we go back to your childhood, (laughs) who was the young... Any, what is your, your earliest childhood memory? I was shy. I was a shy person. Always um, wanting, you know, always had to say, you know, what had to be said, that's nice. And, you know, be respectable, you know, in everything else. And when people walk all over you, you just keep quiet. Mm. I was more like a little bit of a doormat. Mm. And I grew up, I was like, no, 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 no. That, that is not life. Mm. Be yourself. Mm. Tell it like it is. Mm. That is you. Don't be what you are told to be. Mm. Be what you want to be. Mm. Be what you are. Mm. Everybody else must just back off. Mm. They can't keep up. They must ship out. What was that life like, though? Boring. Because you're saying shy. It was boring. What, what was the home life like? Maybe describe the home life. Do as your mother tells you. Mm-hmm. That's it. So you were, Don't question it. Just yeah. do what your mother tells you. Mm. And that was just... No, that was miserable. Mm. 
Don't question it. Just do as you're told. That's a doormat. That's not me. Do you resent the old version of yourself? Not really. I just don't care about it because I'm no longer it. Do you I... like the old version of yourself? <laughs> Hell no. Mm. <laughs> no. Mm, mm, mm. That's, that's, that's miserable. That's torture. Mm. Was there anything specific that happened? Because you're using words like torture and on a show like, like this one where we unpack different situations, mm-hmm. we never want to be unclear when a person says torture, what they're referring to, because it could mean anything. What was torture for you? Was it <laughs> no, abuse? No. Was it growing up in an environment where you were not seen, you were not heard? What was torture? Just being, just doing as you're told, that's torture. Mm. You have to have your own voice. You have to say, no, that's wrong, I'm not doing it. Mm. But then because you have to be respectful, you are black, this is called respect, respect your elders, you're a black person, this is this and then that. Mm-mm. If you're wrong, you're wrong. Mm. But, you know, growing up and then not being able to say, but mom, you're wrong, dad, you're wrong, aunt, you're wrong and stuff, that to me is torture. Mm. Because when you're wrong, you're wrong, you have to be addressed. Mm. Just because I'm younger, I don't have to sit and take your torture. Mm. Mm. That's what I call torture. Wrong is wrong, right is right. But growing up, being told that, you know what, this is an older person is saying that to you, then it has to be that way, that is torture and that's abuse. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's torture. Where did you grow up? Uh, Dale side. Um, and um, then I went to leave uh, in the farm in um, Friede with um, my father's side, um, mm. the grandparents and the aunt uncles and aunts, because my mother doesn't have a family because she was kidnapped when she was little. So we went to live there, and then we went to, from there, we went to the township to live there by my mother's friend's mm. place. And then we came back, we lived in Fosloras, and then we went to uh, Togoza, and then I decided, that's it, I'm out. I'm 18 now, I'm going mm. to strip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want my own money. Was stripping your, your ticket out? Duh. Mm. <laughs> of course. Mm. But there's, there's something that you, you mentioned, and I know you said it in passing. You say, mom didn't have a family because she was kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Was this something that happened when she was a child? Yes. So when what she was very little, she didn't, she didn't have much memory. She still kept on hunting for her family and stuff, and she still couldn't find them. How did she discover, though, that the people that had her were not her family? Because the woman who took her took her when she was playing with other kids. Oh, so she was old enough to remember? No, she was very little. She mm. was not even five years old. But you know, you remember your mother. Yes, mm. yes, yes. And what can you tell me about mom? She's a very strong woman. Feisty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mad as hell. Mm. And a praying warrior. Mm. I'm atheist, by the way. Anyway, mm. Yeah. Mm. And she accepts that. So, yeah, but she prays funny. for you. All the time. Mm. <laughs> and mm. I tell her, please don't. You're going to drive mm. me psychos. Like, no, I will. And I, I do appreciate that because that's her. How do you feel about the fact that um, mom had that background? Do you feel like there's a part of your own personal identity that's lost because mom doesn't have the pieces together of her story? Well, she has her life. What mm. she has now is her pieces of life. What she didn't have that she knows nothing about, we mm. don't have to worry about that. Why must we worry about 
it could have been mm. this way and what we don't live like that so you don't feel like there's anything missing in the story there's absolutely nothing missing i've got my mom mm. and does she feel the same way she does mm. she does but also she still wants to know where's my brother mm. so there is where's something my... missing that she still asks Yeah, missing on her side. I can't speak for her. Oh, I understand what you're saying. Yes, but for you, you don't feel like something's missing. Duh, no. Mm. I don't worry myself about stuff that I cannot change. Mm. I always say in life, I always even tell my son that, you know what, as human beings, we were born to die. Mm. You were here to live, live your legacy. You were born to die. Mm. What lives must die. So why must you worry yourself about stuff that you can't change? Suddenly then I'll start talking to your ancestors and then suddenly I become a Sangoma. I know I'm not going there. Talk to me about dad. What was dad's story in relation to yourself? He's a dad. What does that mean? Should I call him a sperm donor then? Okay, so now I get you. See, now you're saying should I call him a sperm donor as in he doesn't participate in your life. He's there. He's a dad. He's he's he he <laughs> no, tell me, tell me. He, he, he's there. He's, he's a father. He's a father. Is he somebody you could call right now? Hell no. Okay. You couldn't call him right now. You can't say... I don't even have his numbers. Okay. You see, now we've got to, to the part. You don't... Okay, so he's not... There is no active relationship. I like him. He, he's a cool, funky, funny person. He's, he's a dad. Okay. But I wouldn't call him. No. Okay. So let's get... Not that I don't want to, but I just... Why must I call him? Yeah. For what? So you don't want to call him? For what? To, I don't know, have a relationship with him, to connect with him? <laughs> no. To say Happy Father's Day? For what? <laughs> Because, you know, that's what, that's what some people do. Yeah, I'm not some people. I am me. I'm a legend. No, mm. legends don't do that. Mm. Okay. It has to be done when it has to be done, but no, it doesn't have to be done. Mm. And he knows that, and he knows I don't hate him anyway. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So now you go to the part where you decided, I'm 18, I want to be out of here. What happened to you? <laughs> It's actually a very funny story. Mm. Because I told them that I wanted to go and strip, right? Mm. And then my mother said, oh, great, you want to be a prostitute. You want to be playing with a dig day in, day out and stuff. Like, mom, stripping is different. Mm. You black people don't get it. Mm. Once you say stripping is prostitution, I'm like, you know what? You know, don't talk to me about prostitution that way. Because to me, marriage is prostitution. Because, mm. you know, your man has to, you know what, pay lobola, right? Mm. Your parents have to negotiate. Your parents are pimps. Mm. Your husband is a client. Mm. And you are a hoe. You're a prostitute to that. So don't talk to me about stripping that way because where I go there, I drop my pennies, nobody touches me, I get more money. Your boss pays me so much money and you get little money like little mm. peanuts. And then you're going to call me a prostitute for that? And then they gave me 20 bucks because then they said, you go up and like, but it won't even carry me to go to the strip club and come back. Mm. Can I, okay, there's two things you just said. The first one you said... Um, I think you, and I'm paraphrasing, something along the lines of you referencing black people, but you removed yourself. What do you consider yourself as? <laughs> a legend. Are legends black? Are legends white? They're all colors. And in the case of yourself, 
because it sounded like you were saying you black people see stripping. I didn't say as, you black. No, no, you I, said, know, you I know, said, I know, I know. Yes, me. I'm you being clear. I'm, I'm, I'm being clear to say it sounded like you were yeah, separate, you. as in yes, as yeah, in. Well, it, that's your mm, case. It sounded mm, that way to you, mm, but that's not what I said. That's what I, you know, mm, entailed. So yes, you're stuck on that one. Okay, you're so, on your own. So, so between that discussion of uh, the family saying this is prostitution, you're going to be doing X, Y, and Z, right? Mm -hmm. Then you got to the part where you said marriage is prostitution. Yeah, because I'm black and I'm mm. talking about marriage and lobola. Yes. Do, do white people do lobola? Mm. Do you understand that we were talking about being black mm. and me being black? Mm. So that's why I said no, you're I understand stuck on you. that case. You're on your own. No, so now, now, yeah, let's move. Let's move from the Please, black let's part. Do. Let's, let's move. move from the black. I'm black and proud. Let's just let's let's stop. Thank you. Thank so you. So let's move to the part about marriage mm -hmm. and what you said. Do you believe that in the case of all situations, as in for you to be married, you wouldn't want lobola for yourself? I don't care about lobola, but I did. My husband paid it because, you know, I'm black and it means a lot to my parents. Mm. And I respected that because I'm a black woman. Yes. It was done. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So now you decided you want to go strip and they only gave you 20 bucks. What did you do? Here's the thing. My mother is still a domestic worker. So mm. what she would do, they will give us money and say, you buy groceries and this mm. and that and that. And then my brother, because he was not into this cooking madness and stuff and mm. all that. So we will divide the money together. And then you will take half an hour, take half an hour, always save that money. Mm. So I was like, oh, they give me 20 bucks. <laughs> I've been saving that money and stuff. I've been checking newspapers and stuff and checking strip clubs and stuff and checking the numbers. Mm. So I got money on the side. They don't know. I left. Packed my little, tiny little sexy outfits. Mm. Off to the strip club. Was that as in you left for work or as in you moved out? I moved out. I never looked back. Mm, mm, mm. And... Um, the money that I had saved, it was there. It was like 20 bucks, good for you. Mm. I've got the other money I didn't talk about. And then I would just eat bread and, you know, butter and tea and stuff. Now keep the money, I wouldn't buy whatever. Because my father would always come back home ready because mm. he would go via the shisanyamas and stuff. Mm. And then he would eat. My mother will leave Monday and come back on Friday. Mm. So who am I cooking for? Mm. So mm -hmm. I'll always keep the money. I'll check the newspapers out. Just check the stuff. I'm like, okay, now I know where to go. I would call them. They say, now come over. And then when I went for my first interview, they looked at me. You know how strip clubs work. Mm. They look at you like, you're skinny, you're all lean mm. and stuff. Like, no, you can start tonight. Mm. At times they say, well, you can get naked, but you don't have to take off, you know, your undies and your mm. bra and stuff. They just turn around and look like the body is good. You know, we can see mm. your punani from behind mm -hmm. without you bending over. You're good for the club. Can mm. you start tonight? You don't need to go and lose weight and, you know what, and be on a diet and go to the gym. No, you're good. Guys will like you. We'll make money. We'll be busy. Mm. So you got started. You started making your own money. What world, and I'm talking outside of the strip club, what life did that afford you? A lot of things. Is this where the plastic started or that was later? No, that's when it started. Mm. Mm. Because my first boob job... Um, I made the money when I was in uh, what's it, in Maputo. I went to Mozambique mm. in Maputo at the club. I stripped there. I think I made the money within three days for my wow. first boob job. Yeah, you got you got to be a hustler, right? Mm. And yeah. boob jobs or, or any plastic surgery is very expensive. Very, it's mm. not cheap. Mm. Mm. So you went, did your your first plastic surgery, and now you've been open to this world where you can start to look the way you want to look. 
What are the other things that you wanted in your life that you suddenly can have that you couldn't have before? Start my own business mm. without going to Msobo and mm. beg for money. Mm. <laughs> the youth fund. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Queuing and stuff. No, that that's just that's just not for me. I'm an extremely impatient person. Mm, mm, mm. I want something. I want it now. I want it here, here and now. Mm. So. You have your own money, you can travel, you can lock up your own flat, you just leave, you travel to wherever, mm. you date whoever you want to date. Who you, would, you just travel. Who, who did you start dating? <laughs> no names. No, no, no. No, no names. No Den names. I, I'm, no, no I'm, names. I'm, definitely I'm not going but to. I mean, I, I, no names, but I mean the type, of the type of men that you were attracted to. The type of men... Do you mean the man I was attracted to or the, the wallet I was attracted oh, to? Oh, okay. 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 And that's honest. <laughs> I, I, I respect honesty. That's me. Mm. And why was that so important to you? Why must you date somebody who's broke? Mm. You want to date poverty? Are you mm. serious? Mm. You got no money for me? Don't even look at me. Mm. Don't waste my time. Mm. Mm. Where are you going to take me to? Shisanyama. Mm. I don't go there. Mm. No, hell no. <laughs> no. So you're dating, you are traveling, uh, you're doing all these things. When did you decide Flying it was... private jets without a license. Wow. <laughs> yes. When, That's my type. When did you decide you are done with the stripping life? When I met my husband. Mm -hmm. And then we would... Well, initially... I wanted to travel with him because he's never at home. Mm. He travels a lot. And mm. then I was like, no, well, you know, I can travel with you. And then I'll be stripping during the day while you're working. Yes. And then at night, it's you and me. Mm. And boom, I was pregnant because we, <laughs> we decided that we wanted a child, mm. but I was not getting pregnant. By the time we decided that no, no babies, we're going to have babies later after you divorce. Mm. Then I was pregnant. Mm. And then mm. I was like, oh, shit. So, did when did you guys uh, when were you able to get married? Because at that time he ha the divorce was not final yet. Mm -mm, it was not. W when did you guys get married? We got married when my our son was born in twenty two thousand eight. I think we were married in um, was it twenty fourteen or so? I don't remember. Mm -hmm. I'm not one of those women who says you know we were married on this day. It was sunny. It was snowing. <laughs> it was. No, no, I don't do that madness. We got married and our marriage is not like, he proposed. I had to threaten him and say, if you don't come back with a diamond ring, don't come back at all. Mm. So he came back with it. That's, that, that's just me. That's just me. That's my life. That's why I say I'm legendary. You, you want to marry me? I'm ready for marriage. You're not ready? Don't come back. Come back when you're ready. But in the meantime, I'll be doing other things. Take it or leave it. Okay, so you already spoken about, you said to hubby, listen, it's either you're in or you're out. And he's like, cool, I'm in. You guys get married, and now you're a mom. To a 13-year-old that's taller than me, I was almost a midget, eh? <laughs> you are not a midget. <laughs> I was you almost are, a midget. You are not. <laughs> like the shoes fall you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you marry hubby, and what has married life been like? <laughs> Trust me, you don't want to know. Because it's so bad or so good? It's just a bit of everything. It's just chaos. Mm. You know, it's just, it's, it's dramatic. 
Was it what you expected it to be? I didn't even know what to expect. I just, I just wanted just, just a fabulous life. I got that, but then, it's, you know, the ups and downs and everything mm. else and the arguments and everything else and, you know, me threatening divorce. It's like, okay, fine, go get it. And good luck in telling them, oh, exactly why you're divorcing me. It's just, it's just the madness. It's crazy. It's funky. It's funny and everything else. But it's, I, I knew nothing about marriage. Trust mm. me. I just wanted to be married. And then I got married. I'm like, oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> what, what did marriage represent to you that you just wanted to be married? I just wanted to be uh, treated uh, decently, mm. be a decent lady, a wife, a mother and stuff. Not that fat and set. I'm not that kind. However, I, I, no. So not that you didn't want the whole time? For before. what? Exactly for what? Before before, before, before him and stuff. I was like, no, I was with him. And I was like, no, I'm doing fat and set with him. I'm like, no, I'm not doing this nonsense. This fat and set is like, what is fat and set? I was like... Yay, you understand Africans, so don't go there with me. You might be Irish, mm. half English and Irish, but you know Africans, fat and set. No. Just like that. Commitment. Commitment. Pay the baller, treat me like a wife, give me my own allowance and shit. Do you get it? Mm. No, half and half, no, 50-50. Yeah, Mendoza, yeah, yeah. Are we back? Ah, uh, no. I said for when? No, 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 no. My hefty allowance like you did when we were dating, when you were still, you know, being a husband to your wife, I had my own allowance. Mm. And I want a bigger allowance. Now, upgrade me, damn it. Mm. Upgrade me, marry me. I want my diamonds. I want my everything else. And I want the life of a wife. I get an old CBC's life here. Yeah, he did. And then he had to deliver. He took too long. So I had to tell him that if you come back without a diamond ring, don't come back, don't bother. Mm. Because the other time we had to move from Rosebank to Douglasdale, and I didn't tell him where we moved to. I said, this time I'm, I'm going to move from Douglasdale here from a penthouse. I won't tell you where I'm going. You won't find me. So almost go ahead. No, I just moved out because I didn't like the place. That I wanted a bigger house. I wanted a penthouse and I had to move. But he was still not engaged to me. So I was like, this time I'm going to move and you won't find me. Mm. So you come back with a ring or don't come back at all. Mm. So he came back with it and was like, here, here you go. I'm like, what's this? Like, what do you expect? That's how mm. you proposed to me. Like, mm. what did you expect? I'm like, uh, is this an engagement ring? He's like, yeah, well, that's what you asked for. Like, mm. you're not going to go on one knee. And so I was like, I'm an old man. I'm not going to do that. I'm like, okay, fine. No, but right now we say our way back. We say our way back. You propose We say our way back. No, I just said, you come back with the ring or okay. don't come back at all. That's yeah. a proposal. But he didn't go down on his one knee and propose. He said, well, that's what you want and you got it. Yeah, yeah. What more do you want? I'm an old man. I'm not going down on my knee. I was like, well, well it's just well with me. It's, it's a diamond ring. I'll put it on. What, so, has, what has motherhood changed in you as a person? Stretch marks? Is that all? <laughs> Everybody will say, you know, I now love differently. There's something you say, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, but, yeah, well, I stretch marks in awkward places. Uh, to lighten up, you know, the lighter you get, the more because you're competing with the lightness of the stretch marks. So you look, you know, better. But it's the stretch marks and... Is that um, why you did the lightnings to... For, for, for things like yeah, blemishes and improving no, yeah, your appearance. And apart from what I had here mm. that the doctors couldn't help me with, skin lightening worked better. That's why I decided to turn it into a business. That's oh, why I sell skin yes. lightening creams and stuff. But it's the stretch marks and um, what else? My boobs got a little bit saggy. Yes. 
because I had to breastfeed my child. I'm, I'm the OCD just kicks in. Yes, my child has to be breastfed and everything else. I just have to be a perfect mom yes. and everything else and um, loving. Because mm. I thought I, I could love, mm. I have loved, but I realized all this time it was just I don't know it was something weird. I'm just trying to find myself there. Mm. I never knew what love was until I became a mother. Mm. Then I had to love that little psycho called Cognac. <laughs> that put me off cognac. <laughs> I had to name him cognac because <laughs> he, I couldn't drink my cognac because of him. He just you. put me off a lot of things and everything else. And then I realized that now I think I can safely say I can love. Yes. I love my husband, but really my son comes first. And the next is my dogs, my six pink dogs, and then my husband. It's number three. Yes. Okay. He's the last one. Where do you see yourself in the next five, ten years? <laughs> Should I talk about it, really? Mm. It's too juicy. I just can't tell, tell us. No. <laughs> tell us. No. As it... long as it's your, your truth and it's not something that's private that you don't feel comfortable sharing. It's not fair to my husband, so I'd rather not say. And business? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> All over the place. Mm, mm. International like I am, because I do a lot of interviews as well as international, because my cream sell, you know, overseas and international mm. with the interviews that I do, so people know about my creams and everything else. And I just do a lot of things. It's, it's designing the side. I've put designing on the side, mm. because you know what? Skin lightening is just... Everything, trust mm. me, because people have got a lot of skin problems and stuff. Yeah. And I also have also recently on my face with mm. the mask and stuff. And then we've been having all these issues that break out and everything mm. else. And everybody wants to be flawless, mm. you know, mm. and everybody wants a nice touch, you know, a mm. nice crotch, mm. Mm. you know, open sesame. Mm. It doesn't mm. have to compete with our car tires, right? Yes. <laughs> ah, look at it. <laughs> It looks that's like it doesn't that's belong to you. Like, that's not mine. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm doing well in that, in that, you know, mm. the armpits and stuff and, you mm. know, just being flawless and then the knuckles and stuff, you know, mm. not looking like a top deck, like a zebra and stuff. You know, you just have to be flawless, you know. The neck has to match the face and, you know, everything else. Come together. Slay. Yes. How do you want to be remembered? Just the way I am. Just the way you are. Unpredictable. Final words for everybody Legendary. watching. Legendary. <laughs> See, I was waiting for that word. Final words for everybody watching at home. Final words. What would you like South Africans and those watching abroad to know? Just be you. Be yourself. Be kind to yourself. And it's okay to be selfish. Put yourself first. Okay? Look after your skin. Match. Be good. Be kind. Be legendary. Be legendary. Be legendary. Fear nobody mm, mm, mm. but yourself. You know, when you wake up and you're like, I'm only scared of the devil I see in the mirror there, which is me? Yeah. You're done. Mm. Everybody else must just put it on ice. Put it on You are the it shit. Mm. They must sit. Thank you so much for coming. And you brought a lot of color to the show and a lot of pink. Thank you so, so much for talking to us. And I respect your honesty and your ability to just be yourself without allowing the world to tell you 
who you are or who you should be. Thank, thank you for you. joining us. And thank you for inviting me. You and your beautiful big hair. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Hashtag unpacked with Rilebukhile. You guys know we could continue this conversation forever. And I know there's a nugget you took out of the many things that she has said. The one I'm taking out of it is be yourself. Be yourself. Thank you for joining us. Good night. Next time on Unpacked. I left him on the night he almost killed me. A bad company corrupts a good character. You were not aware at the time that this person is in prison. Unpacked with Rilebukhile Mabocha. New episodes weekdays at 5.30pm on my YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe. Television edited broadcasts weekdays at 5pm. Open up to S3.